This episode of GT the Podcast is supported by Alcon. This is Ike Ahmed. And I'm Arsham Shabani. And we want to welcome you to GT the Podcast. We're bringing this to you together with BMC and Glaucoma Today. To offer audible insights into current topics in glaucoma care. Presented by the authors of our latest, most read GT articles. Check it out. Welcome to GT the Podcast. In this episode, Dr. Vladislav Beckerman, ophthalmology resident at Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School, recaps the article, Novel Glaucoma Medications, From Clinical Trials to Clinical Experience, which he authored with Dr. Albert Corey for the January-February 2021 issue of Glaucoma Today. In this article, Drs. Corey and Beckerman offer insight into the use of new treatments as additive therapies for IOP reduction. More on this from Dr. Beckerman. The year 2017 saw the much-anticipated release of two new medical glaucoma therapies after a long period of quiescence dating back to the release of prostaglandin analogs in 1996. Both natarsidil 0.02% and latanoprostine bunod 0.024% use novel alternative pathways to lower intraocular pressure. However, as is the case when most new medications come to market, insurance coverage for these drugs is not universal and typically requires prior authorization. As a result, these agents are often used concurrently as additive therapies for intraocular pressure reduction. This article briefly reviews clinical trial data and our experience using these medications as adjuncts in a real-life tertiary care practice. Natarsidil, 0.02%, received FDA approval in December 2017 for the treatment of open-angle glaucoma and ocular hypertension. The drug works mainly as a rokinase inhibitor that, through its downstream effects, facilitates trabecular meshwork outflow. Although a prior Phase II clinical trial found Natarsidil, 0.02%, to be less effective than latanoprost 0.005% in unmedicated patients, natarsidil and latanoprost were found to be equally effective in a subset of patients with intraocular pressures lower than 26 millimeters mercury. Furthermore, three of the phase three rocket clinical trials, rocket one, two, and four, found natarsidil to be non-inferior to twice daily timolol 0.05%, in eyes with intraocular pressures between 20 and 30 millimeters mercury. Latanoprostine bunod, 0.024%, received FDA approval in November 2017 for the treatment of open-angle glaucoma and ocular hypertension. The main additional mechanism for latanoprostine bunod is nitric oxide donation, which also improves trabecular meshwork outflow through downstream effects. The Phase II Voyager trial found that latanoprostine bunod provided significantly greater intraocular pressure reduction compared to latanoprost. Phase III clinical trials, Apollo and Lunar, compared the efficacy of latanoprostine bunod to twice-daily timolol and found significantly lower and sustained intraocular pressure reductions favoring latanoprostine bunod for up to three months. Additionally, 
In the open-label phase 3 Jupiter trial, Japanese patients treated with latanoprostine bunod experienced significant pressure reductions even when their baseline intraocular pressure was lower than 21 millimeters mercury. All of these clinical trials compared the efficacy of individual medications either to one other first-line medication or to no treatment at all in previously treatment-naive eyes. Although important, these types of data do not necessarily translate cleanly to clinical practice. In real life, the cost of newly available branded medications can be substantial, and these drugs may initially lack insurance coverage. These barriers typically preclude their use as first-line medications and slow their adoption in clinical practice. The Phase 4 multicenter open-label study was recently completed. This was the first trial that aimed to assess the efficacy of the concomitant use of natarsidil with other standard therapies. The result showed an intraocular pressure reduction from baseline of 4.3 millimeters mercury when natarsidil was added to prostaglandin analog therapy and an intraocular pressure reduction of 4.5 millimeters mercury when natarsidil was added to therapy with two or more topical medications. Additionally, recent data on the concomitant use of natarsidil with other intraocular pressure lowering agents showed that natarsidil reduced intraocular pressure by a mean of 17.0%, standard deviation 16.8%, at 12 weeks when added to two to five other topical agents. Full trial results have not yet been published. Unfortunately, to date, there are no published data on the concomitant use of latanoprostine bunod with other topical medications. Although all trial data have been collected primarily from patients with open angle glaucoma and ocular hypertension, these novel medications are used by physicians for a wider spectrum of glaucoma types. Currently, there are no published data evaluating their efficacy in other glaucomatous processes, such as normal tension, neovascular, angle recession, angle closure, and childhood glaucoma. Like many other tertiary care centers, our practice frequently treats patients with various etiologies of refractory glaucoma who must use multiple forms of therapy. Our treatment approach is also, at times, hindered by the burden of cost, particularly for under- and uninsured patients. Patient education and poor adherence are also common hurdles. We have noted nevertheless that adding natarsidil and latanoprosine bunod often enables patients with refractory glaucoma to achieve their target intraocular pressure. Our institution is currently conducting a long-term retrospective review to evaluate the efficacy of natarsidil and latanoprosine bunod as add-on therapies in patients with various etiologies of refractory glaucoma. We generally define refractory glaucoma as requiring treatment with three or more topical medications, often in conjunction with surgery, and an intraocular pressure above a clinically determined goal. In these difficult cases, a three-month preliminary analysis showed statistically significant intraocular pressure reductions of 2.5 millimeters mercury, 9%, and 2.8 millimeters mercury, 11%, for natarsidil and latanoprosine bunod, respectively. Although we see a benefit to adding these agents in refractory cases, our experience suggests that efficacy is lower than reported in the most trial, which included healthier eyes. Glaucoma is a heterogeneous group of diseases. Published data and our experience supports targeting the trabecular meshwork, 
for intraocular pressure reduction even in eyes with advanced pathology. Although we are finding that the intraocular pressure reduction is less pronounced in clinical practice than in the clinical trials. The additional benefit of restoring natural outflow through the trabecular meshwork may have other advantages for rejuvenating the downstream conventional aqueous channels. We hope future research will explore the benefits of such a restoration for the natural course of glaucoma. Thank you for tuning into this episode of GT the Podcast. If you have any feedback or topic suggestions, find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter. And stay tuned for more hot topics in glaucoma care on GT the Podcast.